And now back to Rainbow Bright. wonderful things welcome to brightcast the rainbow bright podcast my name is renee stowe of rainbowbright.co.uk and i'm katie carty highly of rainbowbright.net welcome to episode number 18 for october 2015 and it is october and this podcast may be a little late but that's okay because (laughs) it's the thought that counts right exactly (laughs) and all of our thoughts are on halloween right now yay happy halloween This is one of my favorite times of the year, especially thinking back to the 80s when both Renee and I had our Rainbow Bright costumes that we wore and just how much fun we had with those things. Um, And then these days, seeing people still dressing in Rainbow Bright costumes and now dressing their children in Rainbow Bright costumes, it's the cutest thing ever! (laughs) I know! I've seen on Instagram families dressing up as as 80s characters and you know having whole groups of rainbow bright starlights and twinks and it's just adorable freaking adorable and i just want to say thank you to any of those seamstresses or just cosplayers you don't have to have made it yourself but all the people who are dressing up i just want to say thank you if you're listening because it makes us so happy to see you know, Rainbow Bright still in the public eye and when other people see you dressed up they're like oh Rainbow Bright I remember her and it just gives them a warm happy feeling and they may go look it up online and then go oh there's new dolls out I should get those for my kids or whatever anything to make Rainbow Bright stick out in people's minds is a good thing so thank you so much for embodying Rainbow and the color crew all the rest of the characters when you dress up it just yeah it's a wonderful wonderful happy feeling and it's a happy time of year so yay (laughs) yay yes because it's that leeway you have to go through halloween to get to thanksgiving and then christmas and it just is the epitome of rainbow bright to me those are my happiest memories as a kid totally and we were just discussing before the podcast how there how little halloween themed, I guess, things there were back in the 80s for Rainbow Bright. Like, there were the costumes, of course. But you're not going to find Rainbow Bright books. You're not going to find Rainbow Bright cards, um, posters, anything like that. But Renee did find one thing, or two things, I should say. (laughs) One American thing. What was that? (laughs) Well, there's the, for Halloween, instead of giving out candy, they had uh, sticker treats, which were little stickers that you would hand out instead of candy that had rainbow bright the rainbow bright logo and starlight on them and uh, you would give that out instead of candy love it so they weren't necessarily halloween themed pictures but that's okay at least it was halloween related in some way and then the other one came from germany yes it is the rainbow bright sticker album Uh, Which actually, it goes through practically a whole year, and part of that was, um, I'm assuming Halloween, unfortunately I don't read German, so I don't really know what the page says, (laughs) but it has uh, several color kids actually dressed in costumes that are so cute. You have um, 
Red Butler dressed as a pirate. Uh, Lala Orange, not not him, Lala. It was uh, Indigo dressed up as a fortune teller, and Patio Green as I assume this is supposed to be a queen. Awesome. We'll include pictures so that you guys can see this stuff too. And a sprite dressed up as an astronaut, <laughs> <laughs> like you do. <laughs> Well, seriously, the, the that's one of the epitomes of the Rainbow Bright costumes is they were spacey. I mean, you had at Epcot Center back in the 80s, they had Rainbow Bright-esque costumes on Disney characters where it's just very puffy and uh, either straight lines or, or you almost look like the Michelin Muffler Man or something. <laughs> <laughs> but Rainbow! So it, it fits. It fits. Totally. And we will give you our own Halloween story at the end of this episode because we found it sorely lacking in the merchandise that we already had. So we had to make our own. <laughs> but yeah, we will get to that story at the end of the podcast. It is a lovely little bit of fan fiction uh, written by Katie and will be presented by both of us, presented by Brightcast. Yes. <laughs> Stay tuned to the end of the episode. Shh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Was there anything else you wanted to say about Halloween before we get into what's happened since our last episode? No, that's about it. Okay. I'll probably think of something later, like at the very end of the podcast when we're done, like I always do. Yeah, <laughs> that's fine. We can stick it back in. <laughs> It'll just gnaw at my brain for a month until we get to the next episode. <laughs> Yay, but yay for us. We've actually been doing an episode a month lately. Indeed. I'm very proud of us. We are awesome. <laughs> well, one thing it has been, it has been a full year since the Feelin' episodes aired. Wow. You're right. Yep. One year since uh, the Rainbow Bright relaunch on Feelin.com. Still haven't got anything new yet, but I still enjoy those episodes. Me too. We're still crossing our fingers that maybe they will make some more, especially with all of the new merchandise. The tags are saying find more Rainbow Bright at feeling.com. Though you can read it into that as much or as little as you want, but hopefully it means that they are still planning to do something with Rainbow. Well, non-feeling Rainbow Bright uh, related, we have lots and lots of classic Rainbow to talk about. We do! I think the first thing was the Teespring t-shirts and hoodie. So this was official Rainbow Bright merchandise, but it was limited edition and only available for a limited time online through a website called Teespring. And it was this adorable design, just rainbow over a rainbow. And it says Rainbow Bright, and then it has the year 82. Now, when they first posted the pictures of this, myself and several others were like, wait, 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 wait. 82? Shouldn't it be 83 at the earliest? Because 83 is when the character was copyrighted and 84 is when the dolls and the series began. But we learned some new trivia that we did not know before through the process of this because the official Rainbow Bright page responded and said that Rainbow Bright was created at Hallmark in 1982, two years before the show. So they wanted to pay homage to the very beginning of the magic which I thought was so cool. We found out something brand new about the brand in the process. <laughs> so now we have another anniversary year that we can throw in the mix. <laughs> well, that also brings things back to, uh, in your case, He-Man. He-Man was from 82 too. Oh, so true. I guess Rainbow and He-Man do have more in common. Awesome. <laughs> too bad 
Rainbow Bright wasn't made by Filmation. Oh, God, we would have had like a hundred episodes if it were. (laughs) (laughs) That would have been amazing. Oh, well. Nothing wrong against Deke. I think the animation, because it was outsourced to, where was it? Did we even find out where Rainbow Bright was outsourced to? Was it Korea? Or Japan. Japan? Yeah. Japan? I still love that animation style, though. The first episode of Peril in the Pits. Love it! Yes. Yes. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, the only thing about Filmation, and I love it because... It's so reminiscent and nostalgic for me. But all the stock animation that they used to save money. So they would use the same movement or same kind of scene over and over um, to save from having to animate new scenes. So it was kind of filler, but it didn't bother me. So if, if Filmation had made Rainbow Bright, she probably would have been, I don't know, shooting a rainbow a particular way or jumping a certain way or whatever. The same way over and over and over. Which would have been fine, but... Yeah, I and I don't know. It almost makes Rainbow Bright a little more special, I feel, that she only had 13 episodes and a movie and the live action specials. But even with that little, plus the dolls and everything, she's still so memorable to people today. Like, almost anybody mm-hmm. that was born in the 80s, they immediately know who Rainbow Bright is if you say her name. So that says a lot for how awesome those episodes were, that people still remember her this long after Indeed. the fact. Yeah. But so they had a women's fitted shirt, they had a unisex t-shirt, and then they had a hoodie. And each one, I believe, came in three different colors. And I got one of the women's fitted tees and one of the hoodies. And I believe you got one as well, didn't you? I got the unisex um, in blue. Awesome. How's yours fit? I like mine. I, I, one thing that I like about it is it was I was able to get it and it would would fit me. Um, yeah. I have such a hard time trying to find shirts because I have broad shoulders, and so the women tees never fit me properly. Mm-hmm. So I always have to buy men's tees. Uh, but it's it, I like it. It to me it fits me nice. It's something I can uh, lounge out in, and it's something else I can wear on casual Fridays. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> And that's a complaint I see a lot with fans that either the things that are available, like the clothing, they're either just too small or the fit is wrong, like you say, Um, or there are men that want to wear this stuff as well and they're feeling left out. So I was super happy that this applied or appealed to everyone that could be a fan of Rainbow Bright. There weren't any kid sizes, unfortunately, but kids have gotten their own Rainbow Bright t-shirts over the years that we didn't get, so... (laughs) They can't complain. Uh, no, I do hope they come out with some kids shirts soon as well. I think that would be super cute to give them something to wear to go along with their new toys that they're getting now. Um, unfortunately, my t-shirt is too big for me. <laughs> I haven't actually Aww. put it on yet, but I can just, I held it up and was like, hmm, that is not the size that they said it was going to be. And I measured it and it's a good inch and a half or two inches wider than what their sizing chart said. Um so I did email them or chatted with them and told them, you know, what happened. And they said they would either either do a reprint for free or give me a refund on that shirt. Um, and since I was, I wasn't sure that a reprint would be any different because they're using, they're going to use the same brand and size of shirt. Um, it wasn't the print that was messed up. It was just the shirt was the wrong dimensions, so to speak. So I just asked them to give me a refund, but they let me keep the shirt. So I still have it. Um, it's just, yeah, it's How's probably going to be. Size? What was that? 
the hoodie size. You got a hoodie too, right? I did. And I think that's fine. Again, I haven't put that one on yet either, but just holding it up, it looks like it's going to be perfectly fine. It's just the fitted shirt. And I got the smallest size. I got the small, but it's not small compared to like other t-shirt sites that I order from. Usually a women's fitted shirt, a small is going to be anywhere between like I think the smallest I've seen is probably 15 and a half or 15 and three quarter inches across up to maybe 17 inches across, like 17 is on the high side for a small. And this one is 18 inches across, which I usually see that being a medium or or a large on t-shirt sites. So I was like, oh man, (laughs) but hopefully other people got it and they were happy with it being a little bit larger than expected. So yeah, it just depends on your style and how it fits on you. And maybe when I put it on, it won't look as big as I think it will. But just holding it up, it looks kind of kind of big. But I really like the print. I actually got one of the my little starlights um, from T-Fury. And unfortunately, it is too small for me. <laughs> yeah, those are very fitted. Yeah. Uh, but... Uh, the cotton, the shirt, it's nice and breathable. I, I was able to wear it. I wore it all day uh, last Friday, and it was very, very comfortable. Awesome. Yeah, maybe I'll try shrinking it on purpose or something. <laughs> One thing you got to keep an eye out on when you get a hoodie. Um, hoodies themselves are usually worn over clothing. So getting a big size is good. Yes. Um, so that if it gets too hot, you can take it off like you do a jacket. Uh, but... Uh, does it have pockets? I, can't, I didn't see, remember if it had oh, pockets. Let me look. Yes, it's got that pocket right across the front that you could put, put both hands in. Yay! Yes, and let me look here. I think I got a small... Yeah, because the hoodies were unisex, so even a small hoodie was a decent size. Um, and holding this up, again, it's big, but I like hoodies to be big because of what you said. I'm usually wearing something underneath it, and I want to be able to take it off. So I think the the hoodie's going to be great. It just hasn't been cold enough for me to wear it yet. <laughs> they need to do like a sprite pocket print or something. It looks like a sprite coming out of a pocket. <laughs> that, that would be cute. Be cute. <laughs> <laughs> that would be really cute. But yeah, there were 200 available. And the last time I checked, like right before it ended, I think 112 of those had sold. So I think it did pretty well. I was impressed because they weren't like the cheapest shirts available online. They weren't super expensive either. Um, But some people are a little more prone to buy a shirt if it's only $10 as opposed to, what were these? 20 something? Yeah. Already forgotten. (laughs) But yeah. Yeah. Plus plus shipping. Right. But the good thing. I think it ended up being like $32 or something total. But the good thing about using this company as well is they ship internationally. So anybody around the world could purchase these, which I was also really happy about because, yeah, we've gotten several things in the last year that are only available in the U.S. And I feel super bad for everyone else. So yay for using Teespring that they were able to ship anywhere. And I was just poking around on other shirts on their website and not all of them use the same brand of T-shirt. So if they were to do this in the future, maybe if they used a different brand for the women's fitted, that one would be more true to size than, because these were like Bella, I think. Yeah, the the women's t-shirt was Bella, Bella Canvas, something like that, Bella brand. Um, But there are others available. So yeah, 
I would prefer a different one in the future if they're going to do that. But whatever. They're still super, super cute. And I'm really glad that they did that. Well, the next thing on our list of news to review is the Truffle Shuffle giveaway. Yay! Yay! If you follow truffleshuffle.com or rainbowbright.co.uk, last month they did a giveaway of some wonderful Rainbow Bright merchandise from Truffle Shuffle. It was only in the UK, but uh, if you follow Truffle Shuffle, some wonderful fans got some Itty bitties, which are not available in the UK. This was a special giveaway. They gave away some itty bitties and a Rainbow Braid ornament. Yeah, that was super cool. I was really impressed that they did that. And like a hundred British pounds towards your purchase of other stuff at Truffle Shuffle. I was like, what? That's awesome. <laughs> Whoever won that, that's an amazing, amazing prize. So yay for Truffle Shuffle. And recently they are they got a rainbow bright Christmas tea, an actual Christmas tea. It is the <laughs> album cover from the rainbow bright Christmas album on a t-shirt Yay! or, a, or a hoodie or whatever. Yeah. Well, it's, I think it's just a sweatshirt. I don't think it's a hoodie, but you're right. They've uh, got a women's tea, a men's tea or unisex and the, the sweatshirt. So yeah, that's awesome. Really wish we could get those over here in the U S I'm hoping that maybe next year, like maybe the licensing issue they had this year will end at the end of the year and then next year they'll be able to ship it here. Who knows? But if you live in the U.S. and you want the stuff from Truffle Shuffle, just let Hallmark know. Maybe tweet them or go to the official Rainbow Bright page on um, Facebook. Just leave them a little note and say, hey, I would really love to be able to buy this, but I live in the U.S. Um, Because if more fans, you know, express that, then maybe they will change their minds. If, if it's possible to do that, legally speaking, I don't know what exactly the holdup is, but if they can, I hope they can. They will. I'm thinking it's licensing because, for example, Zazzle already does T-shirts and things here. And if someone else were to print them, I'm not saying that Zazzle is the only one printing Rainbow Bright tees. I mean, the entire past five years, Zazzle has had the Rainbow Bright license, but they they've also released T-shirts at Walmart and at Kmart of the classic rainbow. Yeah, you're um, right. So I'm not sure where the other merchandise is going. And plus, you know, Truffle Shuffle has these t-shirts, but then you also have Kit Neal, which has their own unique thing. That's a good word for it. On that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I still, I still like the, 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 the coloring page print from Kit Neal. I just can't afford uh, the dresses and they don't come in my size anyway, but yeah, um, it it was neat. It was interesting. <laughs> and truffle shuffle. moving on. All right, <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say truffle shuffle also added another sweater or sweatshirt um, or jumper. I don't know what they're calling it over there, but it's it's so it's not a hoodie, but it's a sweatshirt basically. That's kind of this aqua blue. It's like a turquoise color that's got rainbow bright on the front, and it is super cute. So I may have to to head up one of my UK friends and have them make an order for me because there's still several items I want from there. But Truffle Shovel did send me a few complimentary items to review for them, which was super, super nice of them. Um, so I've already got a review video up on YouTube. If you go to my Rainbow Bright Net channel on YouTube, you'll see it right there. Or if you go to just rainbowbright.net, there's a link to it right there on the front page. 
Um, but what I got was the knitted sweater, which is amazing. I got a necklace. I got a mug. Is there anything else? I feel like I'm forgetting something. Tank top. Oh, yes. And a tank top. So I got to you know, try the, the clothing on and then it fit beautifully. That, oh my God, that sweater is so cool. And we mentioned it before that it was patterned after an old pattern that you could actually knit your own sweater for back in the 80s. But I didn't realize that that pattern was from the UK. We didn't have that over here in the US. Um, I started looking it up and I kept finding it on like, you, you know, ebay.co.uk. And I'm like, oh, this is a British thing. <laughs> no wonder none of my friends had one of these as a child. So I did go ahead off, I think it was on eBay or Etsy. I got a copy of the pattern just because I realized I didn't have one um, just to have, because I'm certainly not going to knit one. <laughs> but it does look so much like the old one, just better, in my opinion, more detailed and all that. And it's super warm. Oh my, like it was actually too warm. The days I was wearing it, I had to kept, keep taking it off because I was like sweating. <laughs> but in the winter, it's going to feel amazing. And the tank top is really good quality. The necklace is great. The mug is great. So yeah, I would recommend anything from that company. If you can get a hold of it, totally place an order because they are awesome. And I believe they're going to be making more Rainbow Bright items in the coming year. And last time I talked to them, they were actually asking for design ideas from fans. So if any of you have an idea that you would like to see on a t-shirt or sweater or dress or leggings or whatnot, um, shoot them an email and just let them know your idea. And if you have a drawing that gives an idea of what you're thinking of, maybe include that. But yeah, definitely send those over if you have some ideas. I'll have to think on that myself. Like I'm no artist, but I've Definitely got a lot of books laying around with cute artwork in them. Uh, so I'm sure Renee and I could find a few poses that we haven't seen on clothing before and be like, hey, use this one. <laughs> and uh, Joey Angel from our last episode, she actually got some stuff from Truffle Shuffle too. Uh, she got also the jumper, the necklace, and the coffee mug. And uh, there is a review of those on rainbowbright.co.uk. And one thing about the necklace is apparently it was it is a lot bigger <laughs> than I thought it was going to be. Um, what's the size? Uh, is it a good weight? Uh, I think she said it had like enamel cover on it. It does. Um, yeah, it is. There is a good weight to it, but it, I don't feel it's too heavy because I don't like necklaces that are too heavy around my neck. They make they actually make my neck hurt after a while. But I have very sensitive neck muscles. Um but I think it's a good way and it hangs low. Um, you know, some necklaces you get in their way up at your throat. I like that this one actually hangs down a ways. Yeah, I really like it. I think it's great quality. Um, one thing I mentioned on my video, and I think she may have mentioned as well, was that you can't um, change out the chain because it's connected on each side of Rainbow Bright, Twink and Starlight. It's not just one continuous chain. It's actually two. So... If you're good at jewelry and that sort of thing, you probably could. I am not, so I'm not going to break it <laughs> trying to change that out. But I really like the color and the length and all of that. One thing about the necklace, too, because the chain's on both sides, it, you don't have to worry about it flipping. I hate that oh, when yes. you have something or a pendant that would always flip over. So you're like, no, no, this is what it is. It's not the, that one side. It's this. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And it won't end up... You know, because I always get the back, like the clasp 
will come around and be like right beside the pendant by the end of the day and it looks so stupid i don't notice it until hours later <laughs> so. So i want this here um i, I want some rainbow bright jewelry rainbow yes. bright jewelry more <laughs> yeah they've also got a charm bracelet on their website that looks adorable oh yes we need all the things if i get some more stuff i'll let you guys know and tell you what it's like so other than halloween this month there was also another holiday although it wasn't one you would get off of work but national color day is on october 22nd and the uh, I'm trying to remember what the origin of it was. It had something to do with the colors matching a mood or something like that. I'm sure you could research it if you're curious. I just love it because I love color. So I used it as a kind of platform to ask fans what their favorite color is and has it changed over the years. And I asked it that way because my own favorite color has changed. And I thought that was something what? that would never happen. It's crazy. Your color's red. See, it was. It it has been red as long as I can remember, but somehow over the last year or two, it has become like that kind of aqua, like sky blue. I don't know why. <laughs> but then, like my car is painted that color now. My house is painted that color now. I have clothing of that. Like I just, my eyes just gravitate to that blue for some reason. And I still like red. Is it because of Rainbow Dash? No. <laughs> Because like that's what I always see. That Rainbow Dash is that aqua blue color, yeah. and she has that rainbow. You're right. And there's tons of merch with that on it. That's true. Yeah, maybe that's where it started. But not I just think... My Little Pony, but I'm talking in general. You always see that bright blue with a rainbow on it. Oh, just right. casually. Yeah. So what about you? What is your favorite color, and has it always been such? Me? Uh, well, of course, I've always loved rainbows, duh. But yeah. I've, uh, I, I like the blues. Um, I have never mentioned it on the podcast, but my screen name is Watercolor. And uh, it's been that for God, ever. And and I I like blues. I like the blues and the purples. Mm-hmm. So I go for that cool, the cool spectrum. Um, so, yeah, that that's mine. Ooh. I like the cool colors. And your favorite color kid is Shy Violet, which goes along with that. One of the things, though, um, when I was a kid, I hated orange. Oh, <laughs> I orange. Orange. <laughs> I, I would associate, when I was a kid, I would associate orange with being hot. So every time I would look at the color, I would get warm or I'd feel warm. So when I would have my Rainbow Bright coloring book, and I swear to you, this is honest to goodness truth, I would get my coloring book. I hated coloring Lala orange because she made me feel warm. I didn't want to color her. <laughs> I did not like orange. That's so, so I don't funny. Like <laughs> Sorry, Lala. <laughs> well, my favorite color kid is still Red Butler, even though my favorite color has changed. I like Buddy Blue well enough, but he's never going to be my favorite color kid. Well, you both are sporty. You're both outdoor people. I wouldn't call myself sporty. <laughs> I like to walk. I like to hike. But I do not go to the gym. I do not lift weights. <laughs> I used to do aerobics, but I haven't even done that lately. So I don't I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, there were a lot of fans whose favorite colors had changed over the years. So I thought that was interesting. I wasn't the only one 
that that's happened to. But there were also plenty that were like, nope, it's always been like purple and it will always be purple. It's never going to change. So yay for color. Your change does make more sense because blue rainbow stands out more on the blue than it does on any other color. That's true. That is a good point. And yeah, like the upstairs of the Rainbow Land Museum is that bright blue um, because everything pops in front of it. So, yeah. That's my story for National Color Day this year. (laughs) And then BuzzFeed. Why don't you talk about the BuzzFeed quiz? You know how last year Rainbow Bright, the Rainbow Bright website had, uh, you know, who was your color kid? Well, BuzzFeed came up with their own quiz which was which rainbow bright color kid matches your personality. So you were given a series of questions. It wasn't super long. How many questions do you think there were? Maybe five. Yeah, it was pretty short. Yep. And uh, based on your likes and interests, it told you what your color kid was. And I got rainbow bright. Okay. This is like the one time I did not get rainbow bright. And guess who I got? Uh, Indigo? Close. I got shy violet. Okay. I've never oh gotten Lord. Shy Violet on a quiz ever. <laughs> wow. That was so strange. I'm like, is it because I've been reading more books lately? I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I don't find many similarities between me and Shy at all. I love Shy Violet, but I am not an intellectual like she is. Like, I have interest in science i just can't retain the knowledge very well unless it's something i use every day um and i do like to read but i don't necessarily read all the time i go in spurts and i have been reading more lately than i was over the last year or two so yeah i'm back in a reading phase kind of right now but i'm definitely not a constant reader so i'm not sure how accurate that quiz is (laughs) but who knows who knows? Maybe there's some shy violet thing about me that I just haven't recognized yet. We'll see. <laughs> they need to have a more detailed quiz like when they had to, when you had to pick your house on Pottermore. Yes. Oh my goodness. I, I got Gryffindor on Pottermore. Oh, see, I got Slytherin. Is... <laughs> oh no! Yes! I've had this like personality conflict in me ever since I did that quiz. And I took it twice on two different accounts, just to me, just to be sure, because I didn't believe it. Like the first time I was like, no, that's got to be an error. I must have just hit the wrong thing at some point. So I did it again. And the questions changed each time. So it wasn't necessarily the exact same quiz. Um, but both times it gave me Slytherin. Oh, wow. well, <gasps> Slytherin, although one thing that you know about the Harry Potter universe, I'm sorry for going off on a little bit of a Harry Potter tangent here, Rainbow Bright fans, you know, bear with us. Um, <laughs> Is that you saw from the movies and from the books that not every just because you were Gryffindor doesn't mean that you were good. I mean, look yeah. at Wormtail; mm-hmm. he was bad. And he, granted, Snape, I, I I read I went into that story wanting to hate him, but he ended up not being that bad. And <laughs> it just proves that no, it doesn't matter what house you're in. Yeah, except Hufflepuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine a bad person coming out of Hufflepuff. <laughs> that's hysterical but you're right there are bad Gryffindors and there are good Slytherins so I'm trying to embrace the good part of my Slytherin side and not let it just make me sad I actually and 
again, this was, oh God, when did Pottermore come out? That was like 2011 or 12, I think. Yeah, it's been a while. So it's been that long that I've gone without buying any Slytherin merchandise because I was still resisting. And finally, like a month ago, I was in a dollar store, you know, five below, and they had a set of socks that was one pair of Gryffindor socks and one pair of Slytherin that came together, and I bought them. So I do have one piece of Slytherin clothing, and it's a pair of socks. (laughs) So if I, you know, once they put the quiz back on Pottermore, because they've completely restructured the site at this point, and the quiz is not there yet. Um, But once they put it back up, if I take it again and it still says Slytherin, then I'll just go full bore Slytherin and accept it. (laughs) But right now I'm having trouble still. (laughs) Like we went to a symphony <laughs> concert last night that was Harry Potter music and I wore all Gryffindor stuff because that's what I have. That's what I was collecting for years because I just, I could have sworn I would be a Gryffindor. Apparently not. <laughs> Your car tag was even Gryffindor, wasn't it? It was. <laughs> <laughs> that's how sure I was. <sighs> Sigh. But anyway... <laughs> Those quizzes are fun sometimes. And again, it brings more attention to Rainbow Bright. So, yay, BuzzFeed. And then we got another doll. Or I think we actually got Starlight around our last episode. I think I already had him. Now, something about Starlight has come out to our attention via pictures from Instagram, which is a size discrepancy. Now, you came across this... um, on Instagram. Uh, what are your thoughts? So, okay, yeah. There's this one picture that, and I saw it and I liked it, but I didn't pay much attention until another friend of mine pointed it out. And he's like, wait a minute, don't those starlights look totally different sizes? And then I went back and was like, OMG, they did. Like one looked significantly taller than the other. And it could have just been, you know, one was a little further towards the front of the shelf and one was further back, but you could see the yellow of the feet on both of them. So it couldn't have been that far back. And unfortunately, by the time the fan who took the photo went back to the Hallmark store to actually look at them for us, the big one had been sold or the one we think was bigger was sold. So we don't know for sure, but to try to narrow it down, I went on hallmark.com and ordered three Starlight dolls so that I could measure all of them. And I will I will give you my findings. So th- I got those three and I already had two. So I have now measured five starlights. And there really was not much variation between the five. The As far as the tallness, the smallest that I measured was 11 inches. And the largest was 11 and three quarters inches. So not a huge difference. Um, the length went from like nine and a quarter. So this was like from the nose to the butt, basically from nine and a quarter long to 10 inches long. So there's maybe a three quarter inch difference in between some of these. What about the, uh, the yellow on the hooves? Was the, was it higher on some of them and shorter on the others? No, that, yeah, that looked the same on all of them. And I measured around like the diameter of the legs and they were all the same or I think one might have been like half an inch thicker, but most of them were just right at three inches in diameter around the legs. And the production dates are all the same. They all say June 15. So 
I think what we should ask is for fans out there, if you go to your local Hallmark store, maybe bring a measuring tape with you. <laughs> and if you <laughs> have a chance, um, see if any of them are taller than 11 and three quarter inches. Um, because I think it's the height that looked so different on that particular in that particular picture. Um, so if it's significantly taller than that, um, look at the tag and see if it says a date other than June 15. Because maybe in um, subsequent productions they are making him slightly bigger. I don't know, but it would be really interesting if they were. If I may suggest, use something. Take a picture next to something we know what the size is, which is uh, like either uh, put next to like a dollar bill or if there's something that we already have um like maybe the the box to the itty bitty box yeah something that we know the size of it is put it next to that if you don't have a measuring tape that might work that's a good point because that's another reason i thought that one looked so big was because it was beside the four character itty bitty box set and his shoulder was like above the top of the box and when i took mine and put it beside the same box his shoulder is below the top of the box um and what i mean by the shoulder is kind of where the stitch is it's kind of a diagonal stitch that you'll see on the side that kind of represents his shoulder um so that's another thing you can use as a guiding point uh but if you find a big one will you buy me one and i'll pay you back (laughs) because i want one (laughs) and it may have just been the picture there may no maybe not be that big of a variation at all and we're just making more of this than there is but it would be interesting so yes help us solve this rainbow mystery (laughs) yes (laughs) well in addition to uh starlight coming out what else is there oh yeah uh coming in november there is the new rainbow bright doll which we were thought was going to look like the original Mattel doll, but between the prototype picture from earlier this year to now, they have changed the doll. It is a new Rainbow Bright doll. Yes. And she's going to be 16 inches, so a little bit smaller than the old Mattel doll, but not not smaller by much. Yeah, I'm thinking she's probably going to be around the size of a baby bright or the emotions uh, rainbow. But so far from some of the pictures that I've seen, she does look really, really cute. The, um, I like the star on her cheek definitely seems bolder than on the original rainbow. So I'm looking forward to seeing her in person. Me too. Cause yeah, the production pictures they've taken, they're not the greatest. Um, and especially before they made some changes to her, like the original prototype picture is still on, I think it's like explore.hallmark.com slash rainbow dash bright. Um, you can still see the original prototype there that I didn't really like so much. And they even changed her slightly. Like her lips were a darker color red and they updated it to a lighter color, but her dress still looks the old way, which I also didn't like. Um, but now they've got the the new picture, and she does look better in those pictures, but I still think she looks better in real life. Because, yeah, we've seen her now. Um, the Toy Insider got one to do a review of, so we saw a picture of someone holding, it, holding her up on Instagram and Twitter. And then she was at a couple of conventions, um, but one of them was the first prototype, and the other convention had the final product, so it was kind of funny. Like the one that had the cosplayer, she was actually holding the first prototype. 
And I forget the name of the other convention. I think it was like A-Type Con or something like that. They have one of the final uh, dolls out on display. So, but when I see them like out in the out in the real world, they look so much cuter. <laughs> so I'm really excited to get her in hand. Now, the one thing I was asked recently is, am I looking forward to her or am I looking forward to the jumbo rainbow? Now, <laughs> if you don't know what a jump, the jumbo itty bitty is a massive itty bitty that Hallmark teased us with on the Rainbow Bright Facebook page. Um, so are you looking forward to the Rainbow Bright 16 inch doll or the jumbo itty bitty? That is a really hard question, but I think I'm looking forward to the Jumbo more because she's so huge. It's adorable. And like the the woman who's holding her, maybe she's just a slight woman. So it looks bigger than it actually is, but she can't be that tiny. So I think it's just that big. And I was going to look real quick to see how big the Darth Vader one is, um, just to give you guys an idea of how many feet... Because we're not talking inches, we're talking feet tall. These things are. I looked on um, the ra- the Hallmark page at other jumbos, the Mickey one and the and the uh, Darth Vader one. My my store actually has a Mickey in in it, nice. and these are huge, and they're about anywhere between 140 to 160 bucks. They are massive. I haven't seen 160. But, I saw that Mickey was 129 and Vader was 140. Ah. But one thing I did see about the Vader, apparently Vader has little rings or something, so you can put other itty bitties on him or something. I yeah. It's just... Does, is Rainbow going to have like little pockets and you can stick bitty bitties in them? It doesn't look <laughs> like it, but it would be cute. And maybe that's why he's more expensive, because he has more detail like that. But yeah, so Darth Vader is two feet high, and he's 20 inches wide. So it's what his head is, because that's the widest part. Mickey is 31 inches high, so he's more than two feet, probably including his ears. And then he's 26 inches wide. So he's even bigger, actually. Um, so yeah. I don't know how big she's going to be. Maybe she'll be bigger than Mickey. That would be amazing. Now, <laughs> now as for height-wise, you have those big plushies. Because I remember you actually have a murky plushie, yes. uh, which was released in the early 2000s. And there is a twink and there is a rainbow. Now, how how big are those? Do you think they're going to be about the same size or do oh, you think those are bigger? Hmm, that's they're a good question. They're just going to be wider. Do I have? Oh, I do have a measuring tape. I can tell you if you will give me a moment. Okay, so I just measured them. Okay, Dr. Jones, what is your findings? (laughs) So Twink is about 23 inches tall, and Rainbow Bright is 24 inches tall. I didn't do Murky because he's in the other room, but he's right about, about the same size. So I think that the Jumbo might actually be taller than these guys. And plus, that's from top of the head to the bottom of the foot, but... Twink and Rainbow Bright, you sit them down on their butt and then their legs are sticking out. So they don't sit that at the at their full height, we'll say. But the Jumbo, there are no legs to stick out because the legs are included in the body. So she'll be that tall from floor to top of the head. 
So she's going to wow. look massive. I'm so excited. <laughs> Where are you going to put her? Are you going to put her next to the plushies or are you going to put her on the bed? I think... Gosh. And, and and at this moment, Wisp is saying, what do you mean on the bed? It's going, she's going to be my bed. I'm going to put her on the head. If she touches my jumbo, we're going to have words. I let her have pillow starlight. That's fine. But she cannot have jumbo rainbow. I don't know. I don't think she'll, I mean, she would fit on the bed, but I think she would cover up a lot of the other stuff I have on the bed and on the wall around the bed. So I may put her on the floor. I'll just have to see where she looks. What if you have her at the foot of your stairs next to that cutout? Oh, that might work. Because then she'll greet everybody coming in. <laughs> yeah, I have her. I have my cutout at the top of the stairs, actually. So you come up to the second level and she's right there saying hello. But yeah, maybe this queen could go at the bottom of the stairs. Oh, what if she was at the bottom and then the little itty bitties were in between the little colored little poles? Oh, I'm sorry. I think, in the I think too much about this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I will be having fun rearranging things to make room for her. That's going to be. Oh, you amazing. get the itty bitty hooks, and you hook the itty bitties onto the pole so they don't fall down, and then they could dangle there. <laughs> and then the cats would say, "Oh boy, a challenge." <laughs> possible, very possible. <laughs> What about you? Are you looking forward to the jumbo or the 16 inch more? 16 inch. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Any particular reason? I'll, well, it, it, I don't have room uh, for the jumbo. And I would prefer a color castle wall hanging over the jumbo. Because I, I, we've had this discussion before. I, yeah. I kind of... Would want it would want a full display, which would be so cute. But um, I also collect all the Rainbow Bright dolls, so I have the 18 inch Rainbow, and I have uh, like the the other Rainbows. I have all the Rainbow dolls, so I kind of want the Rainbow doll over the itty bitty because I don't know if I actually consider the itty bitty a Rainbow doll. Hmm. If that makes any sense. You mean the jumbo one? Yeah. Yeah, she kind of feels more like a pillow doll type doll. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have any of the pillow dolls either. I, I have all just the regular rag rag dolls. Well, I don't have the rag doll. I have the 80s one. I have the 2000s re-release. I have um, the 90s uh, rainbows. Mm-hmm. But I don't... Uh, I consider the 16-inch another rainbow doll. I don't really consider the itty-bitty a rainbow doll. Okay, because uh, like I said, it, it it seems more like a pillow, and I would want to sleep on it. And <laughs> no, <laughs> mine will not be being slept on, but she will make a great display piece for certain. And yeah, I am oh. excited to add the sixteen inch to my other dolls as well. What were you gonna say? I what I wonder if they'll if she will fit in the glass cases that you have. No way, she would definitely not fit in those. <laughs> Aww. Well, the shelves are not adjustable yeah. in those. They just no. are where they the, are. You have the little tiers uh, that you got for the oh He-Man uh-huh. stuff. For your He-Man stuff. If you use something like that, you could display your itty-bitties in your glass cases. That's true. Maybe. 
Yeah. Now at Hallmark, they have come out with an itty bitty display, which I kind of don't like. Have you seen this? It is an itty bitty display that holds eight itty bitties. And all it is, is just a vacuum formed cubby hole that you just stick them in. There's no real theme to it, though. I guess you could customize it and make it like adding some rainbows or something. Because right now it's just like this muted purple and I don't really care for it. Yeah. For, as a display, bitty bitties. I've seen some people make their own like wooden display cases or display shelves, I should say. Yeah. And they are super cute. So I might do something like that eventually. But I agree. I'm not too big on their display boxes or their little caddies kind of <laughs> you can stick four in. It looks kind of like a Happy Meal box. <laughs> I, I I still stand behind the recreating the color cottage playset. <laughs> I still want like a jumbo, so it'd be kind of the size of a jumbo itty bitty, but it's a color castle with windows that you can stick the little itty bitties in all around it. I know you want the wall hanging, but I want the thing on the floor. <laughs> yeah, because it's it, they did come out with a well, it didn't they didn't come out they prototyped a color castle display that Galacticat has. Mm-hmm. She actually has the prototype. Um, there is a picture of it from the 1986 Mattel catalog, which was a color castle wall hanging to put your dolls in. Well, f- no offense to Mattel, but your wall hangings suck. <laughs> <laughs> I hate them. I have three of the suckers. I can't ever get a doll to stay in it. But it is practical for itty bitties because all you do is a little elastic band to hold them in and to give them a little hug. And you could put them in the color castle or in the bushes or, you know, in in the castle. I think it would be it would be great. That's true. Those would work really well for itty bitties. Hmm. Not that I have wall space to hang those, but. <laughs> now, the color castle itself, a lot of people don't the full color castle unless you watch the movie or you pay attention to some of the later episodes but the color castle actually has a big dome and is surrounded by seven small domes and the small domes wrap around it around the back kind of like a flower and then what we always see in our pictures are two one on the left and one on the right and the big one in the middle and so I'm trying to imagine a big plushy with seven domes that go all the way around in the back. I wouldn't mind if they knocked off a couple. They don't have to do all seven. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you you did all seven, it would be cool that, like, maybe if they they spread out, but then it wouldn't be wrapping around the castle. Because Mm. then I would want the castle to rotate so I could see them all. (laughs) (laughs) Just put it on a lazy Susan. (laughs) Exactly. Which also brings us back to that, that one prototype image the facebook page released that had a mini color castle in that mock-up of a child's bedroom yes oh my god that is what i want that is what i want (laughs) or it wouldn't have to be plush it could be like a plastic one but just a bigger one than the one we got in the early 2000s because you can't fit dolls in there (laughs) you can fit little pvc figures in it that's it of the little one too, it didn't include the other domes, which I assumed if they continued the line that each color kid was going to come with their own uh, oh. key. And then you would, because I would think that you would stack them around and make the full castle. Because when you, the first one, 
all pops open, it does kind of give you that that feel because it when you open up the Color Castle playset, it looks kind of like the full Color Castle, sort of, not completely. Yeah. But it's still it's still cute. I like that it lights up. It was a good first effort. But the only thing that we saw from the poster, I think, you know, it's on the back of your Color Castle box, was the color dome that they were prototyping to go with the co- with the, with the castle. Yeah. That they never released. That I still want. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, what if they what if they did um well we have the 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 color kids. You want the color kids on the castle? Did you want the sprites on there too? Hmm. I'd be okay with just color kids on it. Because the sprites had their own <laughs> houses, and they were usually out in the front. It doesn't. And have to would be you want to include Tickle Pink and Moonglow? Like they don't have to have their own spot on it, but you could stick them <laughs> somewhere. They could sit up in the tall tower up at the top where like Twink's hammock is in the movie. <laughs> oh, what if they made the color castle kind of like a little pop-up tent, and then? Kind of like how the, uh, the 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 plastic playset opens up. What if it opened up? I'm having trouble picturing that. Well, it would basically be like the existing uh, color castle that we did get, the musical color castle. But what if it was like the plushie and it opened up and then you had like the spiral in the middle? That would be complicated. Oh. Never mind. It would be like a TARDIS. Oh, God. You know that? <laughs> The color console in the middle of the color castle looks like a flipping TARDIS. Yeah, that's what I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> but the rainbow bright one is prettier, so. <laughs> yes. I'm just so excited for these items to come out. And the jumbo is supposed to start hitting uh, Hallmark stores this December. So they're getting it all out before the holidays, which... That was like a big mistake that Playmates Toys made back in 2009, 2010 with their new dolls. They came out in January, like after the holidays had come and gone. So I think that's one reason that line didn't do so well. But these are coming out at the perfect time. And they've been setting it up over the last few months with this kind of a slow rollout of each individual character and the itty bitties and, and everything. So I think that these are going to do super well. I mean, I think they already are. Just for every you know, run-of-the-mill um, presents to people, presents people get themselves or presents they get for their friends or for birthdays or whatever. I see pictures all over the place on Instagram, Twitter, etc. of people buying these items and they love them so much. So I think around the holidays we'll, we'll probably see even more of people getting these for, for as gifts. One thing that I do get a kick out of is the fact that all of this stuff is coming out with no promotional material. There is no television commercials for this. There is no magazine covers. There's, they're, they're, I look at the kids' magazines. There's not any articles about them. There is no promotion for any of this classic Rainbow Bright stuff coming out. That's a good point. I didn't know about that. So casual fans are falling are just discovering these things like today. Like, oh, wow. We're, and these things have been out for months because there's no promotion for it. But there is still a draw for it. This stuff is still selling out. Yes. Yes. My local store is having trouble literally keeping stuff in stock. And they would try to order more for their store. And either the items were on back order or they were just saying, no, sorry, we can't right now. We don't have enough. So, yeah, 
it's definitely selling well. I think if they were promoting it, they'd, they'd never be able to keep it in stock. <laughs> but yeah, maybe it would be nice if they stuck a magazine ad in a kid's magazine or something. Um, but I see other non-Rainbow Bright specific like Facebook pages that are kind of like throwback pages. Every once in a while, they'll post something like, do you remember Rainbow Bright? And they will get so many likes and comments and shares and just attention because so many people remember her and love her. And one of them, I think I mentioned this in a previous episode, the mommy blog that posted a picture of the new plush dolls coming out and got like over 5 million views. So when people see these items, they get really excited for them. Um, And we are definitely trying to do our part to get the word out. Uh, so, and I, I think it's working. I mean, they have their own social media as well. That's helping to spread the word, but yeah, that is kind of interesting that they're not advertising it so much. Hmm. Well, we are doing our part to get the news out to you. So if you would share Brightcast with people so they get the news out too. I mean, we talk about this stuff regularly or, you know, share our pages. Help us share the rainbow. Help us help you. <laughs> Show me the rainbow. <laughs> wow, that's an old reference. <laughs> that's hysterical. <laughs> and another thing that people can do is review us and give us stars and feedback on iTunes. So if you go to the iTunes store, search for Rainbow Bright. Our podcast should come right up and you can actually leave us a comment or like give us five stars or something. And that I believe will kind of bump us up in search results so that more people come across it. And yeah, that would help us get the word out as well. Yay! But there's more stuff here. We still have more news. Sorry, I jumped ahead. Well, I just had a couple additional ideas because we talked about costumes in our last episode and what you can do to throw one together just from clothing you already have or easy to find clothing that you can get at stores or online. And one of the things I mentioned that was the the most difficult part was the color belt. And one of these I had just forgotten about and one I came across since our last episode. So there's one on Etsy. And currently it says it's sold out, but the I know that she takes custom orders. So if you contact the seller, she'd probably make you one. And I'll put the links to both of these in the show notes. But one is a color belt patch and it's felt, I forget how big it is, but it's a good size. It actually looks basically the size of Rainbow Bright's color belt on an adult. Um, and it's got just a pin on the back so you can pin it onto a belt or on your dress or whatnot. And it's adorable and not very expensive. And then I also found on storeenvy.com, there's a Rainbow Bright patch. Oh, I said that backwards. Sorry. The other one is called a Rainbow Bright pin or a color belt pin. The other, the one on Store Envy is called the color belt patch. And it actually is a patch, so you can sew it on to something. It may even have an iron-on option. I went for the Velcro option. So it you can put you know, stick Velcro on one side, stick the other part of the Velcro on your dress or belt or whatnot, and then just stick it on. So, and that one's smaller, but again, 
um, these are like custom made items. So you could probably ask that seller to make a larger version as well if you wanted it. And she would, she or he, I'm sorry, I don't know who exactly are making these. I feel sure that they would oblige. So I know that's too late for this year, but if you're looking at cosplaying for a convention in the next few months or looking ahead to next year's Halloween, those are a couple options for color belts. Well, now that we are, we've informed everybody of the new merchandise and wonderful things for Halloween, we're going to end this podcast as we did with our Christmas in July episode, uh, with a story. Uh, this story, however, is not an official story. This is a, a personal story uh, written by Katie uh, with a Halloween theme because there is no Halloween theme stories. We've looked. Yes, <laughs> we've looked extensively. <laughs> so if you don't have any, make up your own. And not like we haven't done that. We did that for Christmas. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so um, do you have a title for this story katie yes i called it rainbow bright saves halloween okay so um katie and i are both now going to leave you and we're going to gather around for a nice little story time and we hope everybody enjoys rainbow bright saves halloween written by katie carty highly narrated by katie carty highly and renee stowe Brian awoke early on Halloween morning. He wanted to finish his paper route as quickly as possible so that he could put the finishing touches on his Halloween costume. He was dressing as his favorite, and sometimes not so favorite, villain, Murky Dismal. He knew that none of his friends would recognize this gloomy character, but he didn't care. He laughed to himself every time he pictured the real Murky Dismal seeing someone else dressed in his clothes. But as dawn began to brighten the streets and houses on his route, he noticed something odd. The black and gray of Halloween decorations peppering the neighborhood looked as scary as ever. There were big black spiders guarding massive webs. There were spooky gravestones surrounded by skeletons. Translucent ghosts hung from trees. But something was missing. What was it? It took him only a moment to realize that it wasn't an object that was missing, but a color. There was no orange. The jack-o'-lanterns, Halloween flags, mums, fall garlands and wreaths, even the leaves on the trees themselves had lost all of their orange. Instead, they looked gray and withered. It was a dim sight indeed. Brian had a good idea who was behind this color thievery and knew exactly what he had to do. He finished his paper route in record time, rode home, grabbed a shiny rainbow key from a secret compartment in his room, and placed the key in his closet's lock. He opened the door to make sure his connection to Rainbowland was still working, and when he saw the bright rainbow rising before him, he whistled as loud as he could and called out, Puppy Bright! Come here, boy! Puppy Bright! As he waited for the dog to arrive, he scribbled a note to Rainbow Bright, telling her what had happened in his town. As soon as the pup appeared, he gave him a scratch on the head and said, Take this note to Rainbow Bright right away! It's urgent! Puppy Bright gave a bark of understanding and bounded off again. Brian's nearly complete murky dismal costume lay on a chair nearby. He thought it might come in handy, so he hurriedly glued lightning bolts in their proper places, attached the cape, painted his face green, and stuck on a fake mustache. Elsewhere in the town where Brian lived, the real murky dismal and his assistant Lurky were hiding behind some tall bushes. 
I'm a genius! <laughs> Shouted Murky once his plan was complete. These silly earthlings put so much importance and color in their ridiculous holidays. Let's see how they enjoy a great Halloween! Back in Brian's room, he was just about finished putting on his costume when he heard the sound of hooves coming from his closet. He opened the door just in time to see Rainbow Bright, Red Butler, Lala Orange, and Canary Yellow hop off of Starlight's back. <gasps> Marky! <gasps> cried Canary Yellow as she caught a glimpse of Brian. Oh, oh no, it's, it's just me, said Brian. It, it's, it's my Halloween costume, he explained with a grin. Well, thank goodness for that sighed Rainbow Bright. This room looks a bit small for me, said Starlight. I'll go back to Rainbow Land and make sure everything's in order. Call me if you need me. And with that, all four kids jumped down into the room and Starlight galloped away. I got your letter, Brian. It's a good thing you told us right away, said Rainbow. Halloween just wouldn't be the same without orange pumpkins and fall leaves. Lala is running low on orange star sprinkles, so Red Butler and Canary Yellow volunteered to come along and help us out. But how are we going to restore orange without being seen? She asked. I don't think you have to worry about that, said Brian. Everybody dresses in costumes on Halloween, so you'll fit right in. But what can I do to help? I'm sure that Murky Dismal is behind this, said Rainbow. Come with me and we'll track him down while the color kids restore the color. All of the kids snuck out of the house and then went their separate ways. Good luck! Rainbow called to the color kids. Thanks, Rainbow, said Red Butler. We won't let you down. Rainbow and Brian walked towards the town center. That would be the easiest place for Murky to pull off a stunt like this. It didn't take long to spot a grimy contraption that could only belong to Murky Dismal, pulsing out a dingy beam in every direction. The beam hit the kids and Brian exclaimed, Rainbow, your color belt! Sure enough, the orange in her belt had faded to gray. Don't worry about that now, said Rainbow. We need to figure out how to turn off that machine. I've got a plan, said Brian. You draw out the real Murky Dismal, and I'll find Loki. He's not too bright. I'm sure I can convince him that I'm Murky and get him to turn off the machine. Brilliant! smiled Rainbow, and she confidently strode into the town square. Murky Dismal! She called. Come out here this instant! Oh no! It's that rainbow brat! Murky whispered to Lurky. I've got to make sure she doesn't find the machine! Stay here and stand guard! I'll be right back. Uh, okay, boss, replied Lurky. Well, 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 if it isn't Rainbow Bright herself! Murky cooed as he stepped out from behind a tree. As you can see, you're too late. All the orange is gone and Halloween is ruined. <laughs> he laughed. Oh, really? She snidely replied. I think you missed a few spots. What? Where? He said in a panic. Come with me. I'll show you. She said. They rounded a corner, and as soon as Murky was out of sight, Brian dashed over to the grove of trees Murky had come out of. He knew Lurky couldn't be far. It only took a few seconds to see the top of Lurky's large head sticking out of the bushes. He walked over and changed his voice to sound as much like Murky as he could. 
point! All the orange is gone and we have succeeded! Let's grab the machine and go home! Uh, are you sure, Murky? Lurky asked. You sound a little funny. Yes, I'm sure, Banana Brain! Uh, get moving! Said Brian, trying his hardest to mimic the enemy of Rainbow Land. Oh, okay, uh, that sounds like you, said Lurky, and he walked over to the machine and turned it off. He brought it over to Brian and set it down. Brian immediately started pulling it apart, snapping wires and breaking buttons as fast as he could. Uh, what are you doing, Lurky? asked Lurky innocently. Um, well, we're, we're going, we're done with the machine. There's no point in using it again, replied Brian. Give me a hand, you, uh, uh poop. With that, Lurky punched it with one of his overly large hands, and the machine was destroyed. Whoa, nice one, said Brian, but he forgot to disguise his voice. Just then, the real Murky Dismal came back around the corner, and Lurky's eyes became wide as saucers. Uh, but, but, um, uh, you, 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 um... Murky? Stumbled Lurky as Brian ran away. The real Murky saw what had become of his gluminator and began yelling at Lurky even louder than usual. It was clear that Murky was not getting a treat this year, but a trick just as he deserved. Brian found Rainbow, and together they ran down the street to find the color kids. As they ran, they saw bright, bold glimpses of color in front of every home. The pumpkins, leaves, flags, flowers, garlands, and wreaths had all been restored to shades of light, bright, and darker shades of orange. Oh, it's beautiful! exclaimed Rainbow Bright as they caught up with Red Butler, Lala Orange, and Canary Yellow. Thanks, Rainbow! blushed Lala. But I never could have done it without the help of Red Butler and Canary Yellow. It's so good that red and yellow make orange! Would you like me to fix your belt? Rainbow looked down, having forgotten all about the gray streak in her color belt. Oh, yes, please. And before her eyes, the orange returned and glistened in the sunlight. Um, what should we do now? Brian exclaimed. Go trick-or-treating, of course! And so all five kids visited houses together, gathering enough candy for all the residents of Rainbow Land to enjoy. It was their first time experiencing Halloween as Earth children do, and they loved every moment of it. The end. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that is uh, was our wonderful Halloween story. We hope you enjoyed that little treat with no more tricks. And <laughs> I hope everyone has a wonderful, safe, and happy Halloween. Yes, and if you dress up, dress up your children take pictures and post them pretty 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 please because we love to see them it makes us so happy yes and of course remember go to uh thebrightcast.com where you'll find all our previous episodes and information about how you can submit your voice to us to be a part of the brightcast in our voicemail segment that phone number is 702-900-7827 or 702-900-STAR you can also use programs such as Vocaroo um, to record messages and send them to us. And there's actually a link on there of how to 
talk to us. So visit thebrightcast.com to find out more information. Email brightcast at gmail.com with any questions or comments that you have for us. Um, and don't forget, go to iTunes and give us a review so that we can be found by more Rainbow Bright fans. Share the rainbow. Share Brightcast. Yay! Well, until our next episode, everybody, everyone stay safe, have a happy Halloween, and have, have a rainbow, rainbow day! day. <laughs> Yay! Awesome.